This is AgriCita Learner Connect with great advice for a future career in agriculture. I'm speaking to Dr. Mohamed Sirdar. He's a senior researcher at Unersupport Veterinary Research and he's involved with epidemiology and training. Dr. Mohamed, a warm welcome to you on our program. Good day, Harta, and good day to all your listeners. Why did you choose this career and where did your love for agriculture come from? Yeah, actually, I grew up in a small town in Sudan, in the northern part of the continent. And during that time, I actually, we have a lot of animals in the house. We had cattle, goats, sheep, and also some pigeons and cats. So from that early age, I loved being a vet and being in the agricultural space. Also, another important part, I did part of my primary school in Malawi. And Malawi is more of an agricultural country, which is very beautiful in terms of the crops that they grow and also the animals and the wildlife they have. So my exposure to all of these uh, previous backgrounds actually helped me to choose this career. Then I'm interested, you are in South Africa. How did your journey go from there to here? That's a nice question. When I was an undergrad, by the way, I did my bachelor's degree in Sudan at University of Khartoum. And when I was an undergrad, I applied for a training program at University of Pretoria Faculty of Veterinary Science. That was in 2004. And I was granted a three-week fellowship at the faculty. So during those three weeks, I was placed at the veterinary hospital at University of Pretoria. And from there, I loved the country and I loved the faculty. So... I went back to Sudan, finished my degree, and then between 2006 and 2009, I came back to South Africa to do my master's degree. And after that, I returned back again to Sudan, spent around six years there working for the poultry industry. And then I got an offer to come and do my PhD at the same department and also with the same faculty. And that's when I arrived here in 2013 to do my PhD. So I actually feel South Africa is my second home. Epidemiology, tell me more about that. What does it involve? Epidemiology is actually a science or knowledge of uh, dealing with diseases in population. We deal with diseases in, let's say, kind of herds of cattle or packs of lions or in a whole geographical area that entails, let's say, a whole farm or a whole province or a country. So we deal with actually analyzing diseases that actually affect populations. So in other words, we do the analysis of the factors that are involved in the disease occurrence. So epidemiology is more about the factors of the environment, about the factor of the animal, about the factors that involve the causative agent of diseases, and also we do a lot of statistical analysis and we do biostatistical work so that we can reach some conclusions about a certain disease in a population. Dr. Mohamed, what is the day-to-day of your job in town? Yeah, actually, at the Agricultural Research Council on the Stupid Petroleum Institute where I am working, I am involved in several activities, but mainly if I would like to summarize them, I'll summarize them in four or five points. So firstly, I'm responsible for coordinating and delivering training programs, mainly on animal health issues, mainly to smallholder farmers. One of our missions at the Agricultural Research Council is actually to transfer knowledge and build capacity in the agricultural sector. So we do field training days, farmers' technical support, veterinary technical support to all our farmers across the country. In addition to that, also we do organize professional training for the veterinary services across the country, and also we help 
the Southern African region and the African continent on training. And also uh, I do research. I mainly, my research is focusing on transboundary animal diseases, such as foot and mouth disease. And also I work on food safety, mainly looking at antimicrobial residues, antimicrobial resistance in food. In addition to that, also I conduct surveys and surveillance. So we go to the field to try to collect samples, to monitor diseases, and, and study what's happening, just trying to help with identifying diseases early enough so that we can control them the best way to be. Tell me about your proudest career moment, please. Yeah, that's a difficult question, to be honest. I was very happy three weeks ago when my supervisor, Professor Jeffrey Fosgett at the University of Pretoria, informed me that I have been granted a PhD degree in veteran sciences. That was a very nice moment in my life. It was a long journey. Actually, it was a life journey, and I learned a lot through the whole PhD study program. So I think that moment was a great moment. Dr. Mohamed, congratulations from our side. That is a wonderful achievement. Thank you very much. I know it's a long discussion, but just very shortly, how does it work when you research on the populations? Usually when a problem happens in a farm or let's say a certain geographic location in about a certain disease, we come in as veterinarians and epidemiologists to assess the problem. So let's say, for example, if a farm is experiencing lumpy skin disease, for instance, which actually lumpy skin disease, just for your listeners, it's actually you will see nodules on the skin of the cattle, which looks really weird and doesn't look nice. So we come in there and we do like a thorough assessment about the whole farm. So what we want to know is actually, is this problem just only in this farm or is coming it's in the whole area? Because that will entail our approach for controlling that problem. So if it is in a certain animal, then we, will, we might treat that animal and then the problem is solved. But let's say, for example, it is affecting the whole farm's the whole area, all farms in the area, then our approach should be different. We will need to come with control measures so that it doesn't go to another farm. So we will implement something like quarantine, for example, movement control. We will think about vaccination to protect the, the disease from spreading and also to prevent other herds. So when we come into the farm, we will ask questions such as, okay, when did this disease happen? When did you see it? Is it the only animal in the farm that had the disease? Have you seen other animals that are actually not feeling well? Did you introduce new animals from other places which you think that might that disease come through, through the new animals? So the approach is different according to the disease and according to the location and also according to the type of production that is there. For instance, let's say if we're talking about food and mouth disease, which affects certain areas in the country, the approach will be different because now you are dealing with farmers that are in a big area. You need to go let's, to deep tanks to interview the people there to assess, okay, if the disease is actually in one area, is it in another area, how did it happen, what measures we need to do. Do you have any advice for young people who are inspired by your career story? Yes, I would be glad to speak to our young pupils in school and also to young students who are actually starting the agricultural sector. We usually at the Agricultural Research Council do a lot of tours for high secondary school students just to give them an exposure to what actually we do and inspire them about okay, the future of this career. So I would always say to, to young people, you need to work hard to achieve your goals. They need to study. They need to work hard. They need to believe in themselves. It is very important for them that, to know that there is nothing impossible if you work for it. And South Africa has a lot of opportunities that it provides to all the education sphere 
and to people so that they can advance their knowledge. I know a lot of money is spent in this country to support students, to support young people, to support okay, disadvantaged pupils from, from disadvantaged backgrounds. So I think they should take that opportunity and they should grab it, they should learn, they should engage, and they will reach the highest level possible. Dr. Mohammed, thank you very much for sharing your story with us and keep up the good work. And once again, congratulations with your achievement. Thank you very much. I'm really thankful for having me in this program and I wish you all the best and thanks.